Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Do it live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a live edition of Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. And thank you for being with us, however you take in the product. I would be Jeff Cavanaugh of 97 won the freak and DFW. More, more play, I'm just I'm me, like Ricky there you Bobby. Go. There you uh, go. Ricky Bobby. I represent me. <laughs> this is my friend Jesse Holly. Like, are there places that you can find him broadcasting? Sure. sure. But he represents him and him with the capital H. Here's Jesse kicking ass against the 49ers. Oh, Jesse Holly. Went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. All right, let me knock this out, and then we're going to do all the things. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, pro, college hoops, all that throughout the year. Up to the minute odds, stats, trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs, like the Mavericks, six in a row. Uh, yeah, they got all the things in game stuff, contests, props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today. To become part of the team and use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online. The game starts here. Hey, Jesse. What up? I've been out of town a little bit, so if anybody missed us, I'm sorry. I think Jesse has some stuff tomorrow. So do I. Humans are busy, but we want to churn out your Dallas Cowboys content for you, the people. It's what we want to do. We had a Mike Zimmer presser. Micah interviewed CD and Jordan Love. Um, there's a lot of things happening. Uh, believe, the title name, Believe, would like us to do a Cowboys needs situation. We got all sorts of stuff we got to do. And this time we can do it with you guys here with us to fire questions and stuff. And no, it is not mock draft time to everyone asking. No, it's not. I have not seen enough players. <laughs> do a mock draft. So no, give me two weeks. It'll be mock draft time on March 1st, give or take. Where do you want to start, Jesse? How are you? You look great. Thank you, man. Uh, my water intake is 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 really high. Uh, back working out again, man. Life is good. Anxiety's been down. Depression has been down. Um, so, I mean, you know. I think that's a good thing. Took a nice walk today and a nap. I got a two-mile walk in with Mamba and a nap. So I'm feeling really good. Um, had leftover barbecue for lunch from yesterday. Ooh, today? Ooh. Chef kiss. So Sounds uh, dry. Well, no. See, see, here's what you have to do. When you warm up bread and, like, brisket or ribs, put uh, – get a mug – doesn't have to be an unfiltered mug, but if it happens to be an unfiltered mug, that's even yeah. fine too. Get you a mug, put some water in it, put that in the microwave. That takes up some of the moisture so that it's not drying out your food. 
Or okay. Yeah. So bread, like bread, pizza, stuff like that. Get you a cup of water, put it in the microwave. No metal cups, no plastic cups. Get okay. you a good coffee mug, put that in there. Okay. Help you out a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, that's actually my, uh, that's, that's my secret to the veggies in the air fryer is once my steak is done, you know, you don't want moisture in there for that. Cause I want to get as much char as I can. And that's tough in an air fryer. I want to get as hot as I can, but as soon as that's done, I'll put some water in the bottom of the air fryer and then do my veggies. Oh, so that way you don't dry out the ends and steams up. Yeah. It's like that. Oh, I didn't think and now that. look at that. You guys are all so blessed that you are trying to learn about the Cowboys and hear about the Cowboys and what you got is barbecue and air fryer talk. We're welcome. You are. You are so welcome. <laughs> Where do you want to start today? Do you care? You want to just meander around the road? We can just have uh, shout out to Matthew who's in the super chat. Just so shout out to Union County, New Jersey. And Jesse might know where that is. Let's go, I baby. Shout out to the 908 Union County, baby. Let's go. Let's right. go, man. Right, we can, let's we can, go. Yep. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's, let's go, move on from that. 908, baby. If you're from the 908, you my people. You from mm -hmm. Union County, you my people. Okay. Let's go, Matt. Vance is in the super chat, too. We have to start with the big question from the Super Bowl. You letting Usher hold your partner like that? Um, I, Honestly, can I, can I be honest? I might let Usher hold me like that. Like, yeah. I might let us show. Like, I've I wanted to go to Vegas so bad to to watch his residency before the Super Bowl because he was like serenading all those women and he was singing those songs and there goes my. I'm like Usher. I might let Usher hold me. That's interesting. So, if I let I've 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 worked with you a lot, and I feel like there's been a lot of moments where you look at me sideways and say things like "Whoa, pause!" And now all of a yeah, sudden, that's what you're supposed to say. Pause. You're supposed to say that to me right now. Oh, pause. There you go. Pause. There you go. There you go. Um. Yeah. I mean, I would let Usher hold my significant other whatever way he wants because it's just part of the show, and you have to have the confidence and the trust that everything is fine. No one that would ever date me would want anyone else like they're already something wrong. And if you're that wrong, you're not, you're stuck on that road. But now that Usher is married, it's only right that another celebrity kind of, you know what I'm saying? Grabs his woman. Let's see how he likes it. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair game, right? Like Swiss beats, yeah, that's fair. Swiss beats husband of Alicia Keys, you know, like now when he sees Usher and his new wife, like yeah. he got to grab her from behind, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, but, but the hunch type deal and just hold it and smile. And then when he goes, Hey man, what are you doing? He just go, Hey man, I'm just performing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to perform with your wife and you can watch if you would like, uh, about the Adam 22. Juan wanted to know, would you trade Micah for three first round picks? Can yes. I ask everybody a question? Can I ask everybody a question? This is for me to everybody. Okay. Because here is what we do when your team doesn't win. Shout out to the 49ers for firing Steve Wilkes. <laughs> because Kyle Shanahan's an idiot. Um, Kyle Shanahan's one of the best co head coaches in football. Letting Pat Mahomes have the ball second, yeah. knowing what he needs, that's some dumbass stuff. Um, 
about the players that you want to trade for draft. Like, I think there's stuff we can talk about with Micah and CD. And then if you wanted to, I could go to multiple sports in DFW because I think we have some of the best players with zero leadership ability in all of sports. Um, but anyway. Yeah, you 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 confused me on your poll as well. You got me because I thought you were talking about Tyron Smith. And yeah, I, and I knew I should I should have been more specific, but I didn't want to put like names because all these people are too online. Like they'll respond and be like, "What the hell?" Like Micah was getting mad at people at the airport for wanting his autograph. You're famous. I mean, man, and I am an empathetic human, so let me step back for a second and say, you know what? I understand, Micah. Just because you're rich and famous doesn't mean your problems get power ranked lower than anyone else's. Your struggles are real because they're yours. Therefore, I respect them. But, yes. Yes. Don't have to put them on social media. It would have taken less time to sign the autographs for the people who were creeping you out than it did to take their picture and post them and complain about it. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Michael Parson, three first round picks. Go. Right. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I guess if you just don't want to pay money to somebody and you're like, yeah, I'll just take the pick. You wouldn't? No, absolutely not. No. Are they in the top five? Like, not from a good team. If it's a terrible team, maybe. Because here's the problem with all the trade people. And I'm going to do this for Micah, and you can count this for CD, and you can count this for Dak. No, because you're all talking about blowing up something and then hoping to God that the accumulation of those picks is Anywhere near as good as what you traded away, and it probably won't be. Like, no matter what you go, the idea of draft picks is to find somebody anywhere near as good as that dude. So, why would you trade that dude for draft picks? Yeah, no. but you also are the same person that also says how you win in this league is, is by having cheap, good players. So, if I if I send away a guy who I'm gonna have to, and in in if not this year, definitely next year, give him the highest paid contract for a defensive player in NFL history. I could take those same three draft picks and maybe not go get a, a caliber of Michael Parsons. We don't know. Maybe you do. Let's just say those three first-round draft picks are middle-of-the-road draft picks. Maybe I package two of those up and go get a guy who is comparable to Michael Parsons or close to Michael Parsons or maybe above under Michael Parsons. There's only three or four Michael Parsons in the whole league. You're not getting him. Under that. Under that. Or I get accumulation of guys. Right? So, like, I don't know. We can't have it both ways. We can't say that building championship teams come from having guys who are relatively cheap on the roster and getting more guys for the value than saying keeping the guy for the value that's not a quarterback and paying him a boatload of money. Now, I know that people are going to say anything that I say that is not pro-Michael Parsons I'm a hater because of my recent situation with Michael Parsons. No, it's not. I think Michael Parsons, like Jeff, like most of you, is probably one of the top five best defensive players in all of football. I think he's a fantastic uh, athlete. Um, I think he he is phenomenal at times. But if you're telling me I get three first round picks, yeah, I might. That that's a serious conversation that I might have. All right, you can get Tyler Smith. Mozzie Smith. No, I, no, there's other guys that we could have picked instead of Mozzie Smith. But that's the point is you don't, you're not always going to pick the right guy there. You're just getting three first round picks. You see, how, and I just want to go backwards real quick because, yes, having young, good players is really, really important, but it's to support your six to eight really highly paid players. That's what's on every team. You've got room for six to eight guys. 
I do not have a better place to put money than a premier pass rusher, a quarterback, or a premier wide receiver. Trading away from those is silly. It's okay. silly. Unless you're blowing it up, which I'm not. I, I, I think we're far enough away now from the playoff loss that the world has moved on from the, that's it, we're doomed, I'm trading everyone. No, you're going to try again. And moving away from premier pass rushers, premier receivers, and and top five to ten quarterbacks, that is not what we do. They get our money. We'll give other people away. Uh, unless you just insist that your money goes to guys that you feel better about everything about them. Because I, it, the reason I sent out the poll today, which was out of all these incredible leaders, who's the most incredible leader? I didn't specify, just put jersey numbers, and I didn't specify that the 77 I was talking about was Luka Doncic. And then the 11 was Parsons and the 88 was CD because I do think that the city of Dallas right now or DFW does have three of the super incredible players. And between all three of them, I think they have that much leadership ability between all of them. Uh, Luke is an incredible player. CD is an incredible player. Mike is an incredible player. And all of them have massive strides to take to even be okay as somebody that people are going to follow. Like nobody follows any of those guys at all. You And like CD at least knows it and acknowledged it. He was like, right. There's nothing productive about me, like getting angry and pouting and I have to do a better job. Sweet. Now let's do it. And Mike is the same thing. Mike's body language is fine when things are great and ass when things aren't great. Luca is the same. Um, so unless you want to trade people just because you're mad at the body language, like I just want the good players. I want all the best players. Those are the guys I want. Who else am I trying to pay? Like trade three for trade Micah Parsons for three firsts because I have to like I don't know. What do you you want to give the similar money to Chris Jones? You can have Chris Jones in three ones, old Chris Jones. I don't know. Just stop trying to trade the good players. Just stop. Okay. I don't look at you because it sounds like you want to trade Mike Parsons. You're no, demanding. You give me three first round picks. I'm I'm willing to trade. I'm willing to talk to trade about anybody for three first round picks. You know what? The one that I actually think would be more interesting is if somebody asked that about CD, because I do think you've got a better shot at replacing a great wide receiver than a pass rusher on that level. Because we find another one or two like every year now. If you gave me a top, if you gave me three first round picks, there's not a player on the Dallas Cowboys roster that I would not consider trading for three first round picks. That quarterback included. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me where the picks are. Because um, if you trade the quarterback, the weird part is that he's the worst player of the bunch. But he's also the one that if I don't get anything close to his level of play, my team sucks. Right. The right. end. I, I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that at least one of those has to be top ten, and the other two has to be middle of the road. Yeah. Hey, Vach. Vach is in the chat. Look, everybody. I can click on him. That's Vach Lombardi. If you're a Cowboy fan, you should be following him because he does wonderful content. He does. He, he does. Vach, what up, my G? I had to catch up to him. On draft, I had to catch up to on draft stuff because I bet he's like 200 players in and I'm like seven. What's up? He's walking you down. Uh, what else? What's next? You excited about Zimmer? Indifferent about Zimmer? I'm indifferent. Um, 
because here's my thing, and and I'm 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 gonna go. I'm gonna dive in. So before anyone steals this idea and go do the research before I do, I'm gonna say that I thought about this first. Uh, I'm gonna go. Well, I've, I've probably done some of the work because if we're talking about if we can do Zimmer's entire career, right? Let's just say the last ten years. But if we could do his entire career, because I get it, he's the grandfather of the simulated pressures. Fine. And he can do this. Fine. The last 10 years, Zimmer has not made it out of, I think he has one conference championship game. That's it. Okay, but you're going to make me go look up, like, who was the favorite in those playoff games? Was he, did he have the better team? Don't care. I don't care. My thing is, is that now we've seen good regular season defenses. And if you're supposed to be an upgrade or not even an upgrade, but if you're supposed to be a better on, on, on roster development or getting players in the right places and stuff like that, uh, your defense hasn't, your defenses hasn't been good enough to win yourself many playoff games either. There's been a lot of wild card losses. There's been a lot of division around losses. Now, maybe that's accredited to Kirk Cousins and the offense and other players. But my concern is defensively, when I watch when I watch Kansas City, right? When I watch Kansas City, what Kansas City defense did was it was like, hey, we're just going to hold on tight until 15 gets it going. When 15 and 87 and Big Red on the sideline finally catch their rhythm, we'll be okay. But we're not going to let them pull away from us too far away. We, we'll give up. We'll give a ten point lead, but we're, that's within punching distance. If I have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, when our office isn't clicking, we get the dog piss beat out of us. They, we, we, there is no resistance. There is no hey. We're going to hold on. We're going to hold on until our offense figures it out. We're going to do just enough to give give ourselves a fighting chance. So for me, when it comes to Zim, it's Will you be able to build a defense? And I'm still holding out because I don't want to judge him right now. My, my only concern is, will you be able to put together a defense that can get us past the divisional round? That's it. That's it. We've had 12. We've had 13 and three. We've had, we've had three straight 12 win seasons. We've, we've, we've seen it all and we've done it all in the regular season. That's, that cannot be our concern anymore. That cannot be our concern anymore. And for Mike Zimmer, is can he come in in a very short amount of time? And I've said this on this show, on other shows, and I'll say it again. One of the biggest things that we will have to look at and one of the biggest determining factors on whether this Cowboy team makes it – makes it, whether this Cowboy team makes it or breaks it or this thing all falls together will be the schedule makers. That's going to be a determining factor because if you got to play Baltimore and Cincinnati and and Cleveland and 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 the Niners and you have those those are like five of your first six or seven games, it could go it could hit the fan really bad here in Dallas because you can find yourself being one and five, two and five, three and four, and now things ain't gonna look the way that you want to look them. So the schedule makers. And how these games are partitioned out throughout the season can play a huge, 
huge, huge factor in because you do want some regular because they're not playing in preseason, right? Mike and company are not playing in preseason, so they won't get a real chance to kind of work out the kinks. So you, you're going to use those early games, those first three or four games, as, as my friend Nate Newt likes to say, those are first regular season games. They're like preseason for the veterans. So you're going to use those first four games to work out all of the kinks that you've been trying to, to put in throughout the entire offseason. You know, you would hope that you get maybe the Steelers. You would hope maybe it's Atlanta or maybe it's the, 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 the Panthers in those first couple of games. But if you come out the gate and it's Baltimore, it's Cincinnati, because uh, Joe Burrow's probably going to come back with, you know, with the vengeance and it's, it's, it's Detroit, it's the Niners. Like, it could be a holy hell of a way to go in the beginning of the year. Come get some. Okay. It's February. I can be fake confident. I got time. Yeah. And you, not- I, I can, I can already probably say the season going to probably going to open up with the commanders. <laughs> Right? No, it'll open with the Giants. Come no, on. No, Commanders are a better storyline. You, you can, you can, you can actually take a. You can actually give the Commanders one of their primetime games, get them out the way early, because there will be a storyline there, right? So, so we're not putting the Commanders on on primetime Sunday Night Football when the season really gets good and they're not really good. Go ahead and give them the opening game of the season: Cowboys, Commanders, Dan Quinn versus Mike McCarthy. New coach on a contract, coach on a one-year deal. It's all the storylines, right? It's all the storylines. The, the commanders get a new quarterback. There's a ton of storylines that you can put there. Get the commanders on national TV early on so that they don't have to worry about putting them on national TV and primetime Monday night, Sunday night games later on in the season. The Drake May game, baby. Week one. Boo. Um, what was the thing? Then it was CD and, and and Micah talking on the podcast and I'm done. I'm done with that. I mean, unless there's something in there you want to pull out of there, I'm done with it. I mean, it, was, it was just, I don't know, man. There's nothing. How do you to, feel about Zim? I have. What do you What do you feel? Uh, I like him. I like it. I think um, offense for me with the NFL would be easier to pick and choose and be like, Oh, I would have rather had, I would have rather had like, I like Zimmer's track record. I think that he has a track record of being good quickly, even if he starts with a bad defense and this isn't a bad defense. I, because I don't have to be out there. I can just say, I don't care that he's actually a coach who's can be kind of tough on people. If that turns out to be a bad thing, so be it. I think it's a good thing. I think that, most players, although now we're older, I could be wrong. I could be a whole generation off. I didn't like coaches that were dicks, but guys who were sometimes that way, but also were good enough communicators and coaches to let you know that at the end of the day, I'm doing this because I care about you and I want you to be good. Those are the best coaches I ever had. I would take that over, you're the best, buddy. All day, every day. Um, so I, I just I like his results. I like that he's been good against the Shanahan tree. Uh, I like it. I you know, and I think the most important thing is going to be that like Mike Zimmer is certainly a capable defensive coordinator. So then I just kind of yeah. move it along to okay, but what's he gonna have to work with? Uh because last year, once Vanderesh and Overshone were hurt, you're kind of doomed if teams were willing to do things a certain way. And I'll be excited to see somebody else try their hand at it. 
because last year's Cowboy defense, the last six, eight weeks of the season was butt, and they never really did anything about it. So I'll be I'll be excited to see somebody else take a crack at it and see what Zim can do. They were burnt out. Oh, yeah, they were tired. They were burnt out. I forgot about that. Uh, and I don't know. Like, I don't – like, I like – from a content creation perspective, it's great to be able to hear directly from players all the time. And I guess like, it's pretty clear that Travis Kelsey is not the hardest worker ever. Like he's drunk far too often to like be always working hard and stuff. Uh, and I guess he's 34, 35 and still great. So it's just a DNA thing. So maybe it doesn't matter. And Micah can do all the podcasting he wants and be as online as he wants. And ultimately none of it matters because his DNA says He's effing incredible. But part of me is like, can we please just play football and worry about football more than we're worried about booking Jordan Love and doing another half hour on Bleacher Report podcast network and crap? Like, but what are you going to do? He's great at football. Here's the thing when it comes to podcasts, in my opinion, when it comes to player podcasts, um, you got to win. Like with anything in life. If, if Micah is in the NFC championship game, no one cares about the podcast. The biggest thing about Micah and his podcast is, is, is when you get, like when you go on a podcast and let me be very careful how I say this. When you go on the podcast and you challenge a community to go watch film because you say that you did all that you can do in a game where you got routed and statistically you only had a tackle and an assisted tackle. People don't want to hear that. Like your fans don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. And when you invite a player that, um, that, that, that kicked your butt and, and then he tells you how he kicked your butt and then there's no resistance from you. You just take it, right? Like you never push back. You never push back on that situation. You just, you just. Well, kind of did. Well, let me say this. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't want to lose the thought. Part of it is just like, if there isn't winning on a bigger stage, it'll go straight to that point. That he kind of told Jordan Love. Like, we knew what y'all were going to do. We knew we had to stop the run. And what he was alluding to the whole time was, if the coaches put me in the right place, we would have beat you. And it's just like, that is going to wear people out and yeah, maybe because. teammates out at some point where it's like, first of all, it's not true. How they beat you is not what you even said. And sometimes it annoys me just because it lets me know I know more about what happened in that game than you do. And, and, That's annoying. And so, again, you talked about it earlier, right? You made the poll. We talked about leadership, right? So this is a guy who's supposed to be, and not, and, and and I get it. Not all the time is your best player or best players your best leaders. But when you get on there and you say, "Well, the coaches aren't putting me in position," and then Jordan Love says something of the effects of, "Yeah, we knew you guys had DBs playing linebackers," and, you, you, and he's like, "Yeah, we know that that can work out." And you're like, "Yeah, for sure, for sure, right?" And then when you said another podcast and you talk about. You know, yeah, I really do hope Jerry Jones goes all in because they didn't do that last year and we didn't have the players you need. So now guys in the locker room looking around saying, damn, bro. Like, we were. We and were that was right after they drafted exactly the player he wanted. 
and it turned out that dude wasn't good. So but, I mean, but they didn't but do they don't... didn't do what they should have done, but they did exactly what you would have done. But that wasn't a good like. It's just there. It's I don't know. I think it's dangerous to give yourself that platform when you don't know what you're going to say while you're saying it because like you're not a pro broadcaster, and then when people get to see it and hear it, what they hear is you accidentally like i don't think there's anything malicious or that he's trying to go after his teammates or coaches or whatever but your wiring at this point in your life is pretty much to say that i did everything great other people didn't and we definitely would have won if i was picking what we did let me ask you a question give me a word that describes that what you just said Just, just one word when a player does that uh selfish oh. self-absorbed narcissistic okay just, uh just 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 curious not just, not accountable not no i think the first word you had it right this i just this the first word that came to your mind was was a word that i use that people oh killed me for people but, need to get over people need to get over words like people can be incredible players incredible people and growing all the time and you can say that somebody's selfish or his actions or his words <laughs> or the way that he whatever dude it doesn't mean i hate your favorite player and he's not great it means people need to grow cd said it today 24 it no purpose for a guy who's about to make all the money and is the best receiver to pout and body language suck. And like all the other receivers are looking over. They're like, what in the, are we doing? It Three doesn't serve anyone league, and you have to grow. It's the rules. Three years in this league, man. I've seen just about everything. All of it. All of it. All of it, baby. Uh, oh, formula is here. Predict who the boys will be drafting in the first three rounds. Captain trade. I can't, I haven't seen three rounds worth of people. Insert name of an offensive lineman, a linebacker, and... A running back. Oh, how about that? Oh no, no. Go get me oh. Joe. I'll take Joe Mixon when the when the, when the Bengals release him. Well, he's kind of washed. I mean, he's Boomer Sooner, and that's my that's my guy. But he kind of kind of washy or getting towards washed. We don't stop with no old people. No old people. Okay. But guess okay. what, Pollard? Sure, okay. you want to come back for a million and a half? You're on the team. Go get me Otherwise, Joe Mixon. Go get me Joe Mixon and go get me a guy in the sixth round, young guy. People said, what about, what about Derrick Henry? No, no. I want somebody six years no. younger. No, no. Six no. years younger, maybe seven. No. I want a room full of 23 year olds that are pissed go. off and running for contracts. Yeah. That's what I want. Like all of cats. I want them all to have Hellcats. <sighs> Hell what? Hellcats. What's that? Cars, the Chargers, the Hellcat cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the young people who have Hellcats. Okay. Yeah, yeah twenty-three yeah. with Hellcats. Driving up and down Frisco, the tollway with Hellcats. It's okay. Just young, dumb, and and full of Hellcats. Okay. I think I'm proud of you for not saying it. I think that was a great job. See, bro, forty years old, seen just about everything. Seen just about everything. Seen just about everything. Thirty-nine <laughs> years old. But I do like as you're analyzing young people in the game, and it's like I was broke as could be at like 24, and I was still super cocky, and I still didn't handle criticism well, and I still didn't. Although maybe 
because you have that stage, you should be expected to seek out because the answers are available to you and you could learn it. Uh, but my emotional responses during competition were not good. So like anytime you yeah, say, oh, that's selfish, that's dumb, that's whatever. It doesn't mean during you're During competition, that's, that's acceptable, right? Like, like during competition, there you have free reign to be whoever, whatever, whenever you want, right? As long as you're not like, um, like dirty to an extent where you're hurting, like you're dirty hurting players. No, I think I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of, and it probably applies to Luca the most, then CD, then Micah. But what I'm talking about is during competition, when things go, aren't going your way, what do you do? In Micah's case, he does this face and he limps. CD goes over there and pouts or rages. And Luca cusses out old people that are officiating the game. Like it's your emotional response when things aren't going your way. What is it? Micah sucks. CD sucks. Lucas sucks. Mine sucked when I was their age, but I didn't make as much money and it wasn't as important for me to mature or learn it. So I got to wait a decade before I figured it out. Uh, but that's more what I'm talking about. Um, okay. If anybody has questions they want to throw in, go ahead and throw them in. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to play Fortnite with my nephew. I'm going to lay people down. It's going to be crazy. Uh, and we got to fix stuff on the Cowboys. But we got time. Oh. How, how much, how much, we're, we're talking about drafting now, right? How much, how much leash do you give Mike Zimmer heading into this draft? Because there are, there are, we, we understand the glare zero. Okay. All right. Okay. By leash, you mean do it like input? Input. Like, hey, I think Dan Quinn, I think Dan Quinn having input on drafts was poison. I okay. think, like, I think that you should, like, the linebacker thing, you can't blame the coach for the number of guys that got hurt. But before the Bills playoff game, when their head coach said, I only have four active linebackers in this game. It's the first time ever that I've only had four. So they always have five or six active. The Cowboys went into the season with what, three total? Like part of that was Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn loves J. Ron Curse at linebacker snaps. He loved Marquise Bell as an undrafted free agent. That was his guy. He said, I want him because I see a safety that I can play at linebacker. Like he liked that stuff. So the like the everything, like as a coach, here's what you can do. You can fill out a nice little spreadsheet. I'll make it for you. These positions, what do you like? What are your favorite traits? What are the things you want? And then the dudes who do this 365 days a year, I'll find them. You don't have to go to the workout and be like, that's the guy. Because I know better than you do. I, I You tell me what you want. And I'm going to put the players in order. Mm -hmm. We don't have to trade a next year's four or five to go draft a corner who's never going to see the field in the NFL, much less on this team. We don't have to do that. Right. Because you liked him and worked him out and his arms were long. We don't have to do that. You tell me what you like. And we have a whole staff that makes good money and is good at this. We'll find your players. You don't pick them. Broadus's Parcells thing is my favorite one of that, where Bill Parcells wanted some offensive lineman. He was like, I want that guy. I'm going to pick that guy. And Broadus was like, he's everything you hate in an offensive lineman. Like, we know what you like. That ain't it. And Bill was like, no, I, I do. I really like him. And they picked him. He couldn't play, and they cut him in camp. And it's like, no, we know what you want. I promise. You make that clear. We'll go get him. You don't pick the players. We have people who do it. We'll pick the players. It'll work out way better, I promise. I don't want coaches drafting, period. Okay. Unless they have like a sterling record of being incredible at it. I want 
I want Will McClay to pick the players. Zim, you can sit out there. Tell me what you want. Our priorities this offseason, we know what they are. I need 17 linebackers. I need better D tackles. Uh, I can always use corners. Like, I got it. I got it. You got something you prioritize in a spot? Let me know. I'll go find him. I got it. You don't have to go to pro day and then fall in love with a guy, Sam Williams and Eric Scott. You don't have to, you don't have to do all that. I'll get him. Sorry. So that was my Zimmer answer. Yeah. I don't want him to have any input whatsoever on who you pick at all. That's all I got for you. You can tell me I'm desperate for multiple defensive tackles. And I would say, thanks. We'll find them. We got you. Anything in particular you want? You like them real beefy? What you want? What you want them to do? I got you. Okay. Anyway, uh, how would you handle running back? Don't pay any of these running backs. We'll find guys. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, we'll do more off-season stuff later. We need D-tackles. We need linebackers. We need some. We might need 3-0 linemen. Maybe. But I'm also obsessed with receivers. Don't let me pick. I'll pick one. CD, we still don't have a number two. We don't have a number two. I need number two. All right. I love you, Jesse. Hi, brother. Love you, too. Thanks, everybody, for kicking it. We love you. Uh, this is brought to you by Bet Online. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.